News Radio 610 KONA News Time. It is 9.13 on your Thursday morning. Sunny skies, 30 degrees right now. Outside the KONA studios in Pasco and inside the studio with me this morning, we have Greg with Fire and Water. Good morning. Morning. How are you doing? Excellent. So I would imagine that somebody who is in the business of installing fireplaces and and those types of you know wood stoves pellet stoves fire inserts this has probably been a, a pretty busy winter for you as folks are looking at making sure that the you know maybe the fireplaces that they got with their home that aren't really putting out very much heat they've got something that's going to help give them a, a better a secondary heat source in their home well i look at uh, a home as being a place it's the last place on earth where we can actually go and be warm uh, this winter taught you a lot about what you have for options in your home. Your heating bill is going to tell you where you're at and whether you had blankets on your chairs in your home. Uh, you don't have to have blankets on your chairs. You can be like in Maui if you want to be. <laughs> but that's a choice. Everything's a choice out here. Uh, if you're going to build, come into Fire and Water. Get some ideas on what you can put into your home that won't be a wall switch unit. We have units that put out warmth into the area. And you can kick them back down to where they're just a picture in front of you with fire, but not pushing warmth into the house. I like to keep that that option open to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Because it is nice to just maybe in the summer have that ambiance of the the fire in the fireplace on the on a you know July evening. Well, if you come into Fire and Water, you'll see what we do. We're a custom company, so consequently, you can have a fire right on the back deck. We put in gas, we build gas fire pits of all different sizes and shapes, outdoor kitchens. Uh, we like, everything that we do at Fire and Water is something that brings home a home. Yeah. Something, a place that you want to go home to. And I think more and more, we see people really taking advantage of that outdoor space. They're not just getting, you know, fold out chairs to put on the back patio, but they're getting you know, couches, outdoor sofas to be able to enjoy the beautiful weather that we have here during the summer months, especially. And so having that gas fireplace outside or a, a gas uh, fire pit, uh, I think more and more people are really taking advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, we're a one-stop company where you can walk in and choose what you want. We'll run the gas lines, uh, permit it, set up a fire pit and you pick the design shape size we build it uh everything that we use is usa that's one thing about my company i, I bowed my neck a long time ago when all these companies were going to china uh, and i said no way i'm not going to do it so what i carry in my company is high quality usa product yeah, and you can see all of that at your showroom. You have a beautiful showroom there in Richland on Simons Street, 22 to Simons Street in Richland. You can also give them a call, 943-1600. And you have a website as well, which I believe is fireandwater.us. Yes, it is. Yeah, so you can go online there and check out some of the options. But really what you want to do is you want to walk into the showroom and really get an idea, uh, look, touch, and feel the different options that are available. Because there's just some really beautiful, some simple options, but some really elaborate options and everything in between for whatever it is that you're wanting to to do as far as if you want to take a, a gas fireplace that you have in your home right now that maybe it's outdated or it's not quite working for you or you have a wood stove that you'd like to maybe convert to a pellet stove or put a wood stove insert in something that's already in place it, the options are open uh, with wood we've seen 
an upswing on wood because next year, 2020, it goes to two particulates of emission into the atmosphere, which is a tough one to get to on wood on wood burning. It's only in the state of Washington. We've always been the lead on the rest of the world on clean burn. So the new wood stoves, what I'm seeing coming in at us right now, Quadfire came up with a new unit that will burn 40 hours on wood. One load of wood will burn 40 hours, runs on a wall thermostat, wired back, or it's remote back to it, to where you set the temperature of the room at 70, 75, and the machine automatically drops and shuts off the dampers on it and takes the fire down to nothing, keeps the temperature at 75. I've got one running in the showroom right now that totally impressed us this winter. Uh and what it can do and how long it can hold a fire. That's pretty amazing, especially, you know, we're always looking for more and more ways to be efficient, to be not just efficient with, you know, our money and, you know, what we're investing into heating our homes, but also making sure that we're, you know, being good stewards of the environment. And that definitely helps with that. Oh, for sure. And the high efficiencies on the new gas fireplaces, the gas stoves, the gas inserts that you can put into your fireplace on propane, propane has dropped price-wise quite a bit, and now with new plants coming on in North and South Dakota, the propane's getting closer and closer to us, mm-hmm. uh, and the prices in that process are going down because of all the fracking that was done in the United States. There's propane everywhere. It's just getting it set up to be able to ship to us now. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking with Greg from Fire and Water. You can visit their showroom again. It's there in Richland on Simon Street. Uh, you can also check out their website, fireandwater.us. It's our focus on business on News Radio 610 KONA. Radio 610 KONA News Time. It is 926. We've got sunny skies. Welcomed sunny skies in the Tri-Cities this morning. 30 degrees outside the KONA studios in Pasco. In the studio with us this morning, we're talking with Greg from Fire and Water. You can check out their showroom at 22.2 in, uh, on Simons in Richland and the website fireandwater.us. And, you know, we were talking just a little bit about propane and how that is becoming more affordable. But natural gas is something that I think a lot more of us are taking advantage of with uh, heating our homes. With natural gas now, uh, they used to charge to run a line up to the house from the from the street. And if you're thinking about moving into putting warmth in the house, you should give Cascade Natural Gas a call to see if you have natural gas in the street. Uh, a lot of the places in the Tri-City does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the homeowners don't know it until they call and ask. You just call, give them your address, and then they'll tell you whether well, there's gas available. And if there is gas available, they'll run it up, put a meter hook on your home, which sets you up to be warm, but the least expensive type of heat you can buy is natural gas now. Yeah, So we, we're doing a lot of natural gas hookups right now with Cascade Natural Gas. Very good. You know, I know a lot of new construction homes are also including a natural gas outlet in the backyard. So if you want to install a a natural gas barbecue or one of the, you know, a gas uh, fire pit, it's already pre-wired, pre-piped. I'm not sure what the term is there, but um, for you to be able to just really easily pop that in. You need to talk to your contractor, though, when you put one of these in, because if you want to expand your natural gas uh, out farther than from the house, you have to have a one-inch hookup, not a, not a half-inch. Half-inch will only run your barbecue. It won't run a fire pit or anything else in the backyard. 
And a lot of these homes are going down with a concrete floor in them, and it's impossible to get to the gas lines. When it was crawl spaces under the home, it's a whole different ballgame. We can run gas lines anywhere. But when they're all sealed up inside the walls and it makes it tough, we got to run from the meter and dig everything in from there, and it gets expensive. So you need to think about what you're going to do eventually with the home. If you're going to put an outdoor kitchen in, then have them run hot and cold faucet hookups on the house where you think the outdoor kitchen would hook on along with power. When that's done during construction, way less expensive than having this done by plumbers and electricians coming in, along with a drain for a sink, because what our moms told us when we were growing up, always keep our hands washed. It has come down to that now. Every almost, I would say 85% of the outdoor kitchens we're building right now have hot and cold water, sinks, drainage, everything right there to be able to wash up with. Very interesting. Speaking of hot water, I know a lot more homes are starting to move to tankless water heaters. Is that a good way to to start to migrate toward? Uh, It's probably the most interesting thing I've seen in a long time is point-of-use hot water heaters. Point-of-use hot water heaters have been around since mm, over 100 years now. They came out of Japan. Uh, The rest of the world is heated on point-of-use hot water heaters. Over here, we've always been kind of an energy hog, so it's not happened here yet. Uh, so point of use will be almost, if people are really thinking about this, it's going to go in every home in the United States that has nat- natural gas or propane. You can take a family of seven and run them through the shower at the same time and never run out of hot water. And as soon as you turn it off the tap, you're off. You're not wasting energy. The biggest energy waste in all our homes right now that are electric homes is hot water. That yeah. Especially if you have teenagers like I do. (laughs) They go through that water super duper quick. We're talking with Greg from Fire and Water. Check out the website, fireandwater.us. Our focus on business on News Radio 610 KONA. 938 on your Thursday, or as I like to call it, Friday Eve. 29 degrees right now outside the KONA studios in Pasco. Still super chilly. I know uh, the, just a couple of weeks ago, there was the uh, Home and Garden Show at what is now the Hapo Center in Pasco. Uh, lots of opportunities to check out some different things. And I know you always have a big display right outside the facility there every year. Yeah, we do. So, uh, this year was a little a little different because we've never set up in this much snow in this type of <laughs> storm before. But we look at it and... What we do is heat mm-hmm. and warmth using solid fuel. And what better place to do it than a snowstorm? There you go. Exactly. <laughs> you get an idea what you have for warmth when you come by the units. Yeah. And you always, as you're walking by, you can feel those the gas fireplaces and the fire pits. And mm-hmm. um, it's definitely nice and warm. So why do, you do, why do you do that set up in front of the show instead of inside? You cannot burn inside. You can light up little bitty gas units, a few of them now in the backside, Mm -hmm. but we couldn't light up. There's no reason to show something if you can't show people exactly what it does and be able to feel it. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So uh, did you get a lot of uh, feedback while you were out there? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was everybody congregating at the fire pits? Everybody thinks we're nuts. (laughs) We're doing what we do. But uh, it's showing what you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you take your whole showroom and you put it out in the snow, it's quite interesting. Yeah. So the feedback, yes, and the, the business that comes in from it is excellent. It's been every year. 
Yeah, it's always fun. The Home Builders Association does a really good job with that every year. So talking about the fire pits and, you know, the different things, there's so, you know, heat is a huge part of what we do, whether it's, you know, for cooking or uh, for recreational cooking in the backyard. Um, You know, I've always thought it would be nice to get a gas fire pit because I think it's so much safer and maybe you could correct me here, but to me, it's safer to have a gas fire pit in the backyard than a wood fire pit. You know, wood, you've got to make sure that everything's out so no embers, if, you know, wind comes up in the middle of the night and fires up an ember, um, you could end up with a house fire. Whereas gas, you shut that baby off and it's done. I, we build a lot of fire pits and some people request wood and I've always visited with them and let us put a gas log lighter inside the wood fire pit to be able to light the logs without having to use kindling and come up with a fire. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for me doing that. I know that the first time they have a large party and a big wind comes up and the, the ashes blow out on the people around them, they're going to go to gas that day. <laughs> it's not the husband who wants to go to the gas, it's the wife. <laughs> right. We like to be safe. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay, so we were talking a little bit earlier about the tankless water heaters, and um, I know there are a lot of different companies out there that offer that, but there are some that have different features. I did a lot of research back in 95 when I decided to go into point-of-use hot water heaters, and that was from being in Europe and seeing that people were taking showers for hours and never running out of hot water. Uh, before that, I didn't even know they were around because there's no advertising here in the United States on them, and it took a while to get them licensed here in the state of Washington. In the first place, I went with them were dairies because dairies have to sterilize every morning, every evening, and they they have to keep the boilers running all day long. Hmm. And I've always seen that as waste. Uh, point of use hot water heaters now have taken over. I think all the wineries, any place where you got to sterilize for sure, in the hotels because they're off instead of running all the time. Uh, Renai was the one that I chose to handle. Mm-hmm. And Renai's been in the business well over 100 years, and they're the only company that put a plant in the United States. They put a massive plant in Atlanta, Georgia. So you're going to see more and more Renai advertising. Uh, I've always liked Renai because I've always been like the Maytag repairman we've seen back in the 70s and 80s that would sit with his feet up waiting for somebody to call. Right. Uh, that's the type of product I like to handle. And then having the people working for me that can service them if a problem happens immediately and bring it right back up. Renai's really, really good at this, uh, right cross line. Everybody else that's building hot water heaters, point of use is either coming out of Europe or, or China. The biggest share amount of China now. Uh, you, you need to look at uh, consumer reports on them to see where they're at. Okay. I, I know for a fact that Renai... And we're the service company for Renai here in the Tri-Cities. They're, they're just an excellent machine. I can't say enough about them. That's awesome. It's nice when you can find a product that you can provide to your customers and really know that you can stand behind it and really be, be proud of being able to install that in homes. That's everything that we carry in our showroom that we handle. That You're going to look on the website. You're, you're going to see a mass of products that are USA, some out of Europe, a couple units out of Canada. Mm-hmm. Other than that, stay at home is the way I look at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, it's it's great to be able to, to know that you can walk into the showroom at Fire and & Water and 
you're not just selling whatever you think you can sell, but that you're selling things that every item there, you know, as the owner, the buck stops with you and you can stand behind everything that you sell. Well, I bowed my neck a long time ago when I decided to stay straight USA. Uh, a lot of people didn't think I could do that, but I have done it and I'll stay that way. It's more expensive USA is than coming out of Mexico or China with units. But you got to keep in mind that the corporations are trying to turn this into a, a five-year throwaway world. There's no children out here that are going to have a cell phone that's five years old in their pocket. Mm. That's the ones they're training. They've been training them for some time now. I'm still a Maytag man. Whatever I sell, I want the last length of the house, preferably. Mm-hmm. Uh, clean burn, heating, at the highest uh, points I can put on on the heating side, usually around efficiencies. I like to stay in the 75 to 85% efficiency. Anything above that's going to run water, and you got to have pumps on them. So putting warmth in the house for the least amount of money, no blankets on the couches, comfort. And the only people that can make that choice is you. Uh, your contractor won't make that choice for you. You had to look at it. What is the thing you're going to do for yourself to take you off this earth warm rather than cold? <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, you, one of the things that you also pride yourself in doing is no wall switches. Well, a wall switch unit is California, Florida units, and they're the cheapest units you can buy. And when it comes down to it, uh, they don't even belong in these homes up here. They belong where you don't need warmth. All you want to do is see a fire and all the heat's going into the atmosphere. We've gone to a point where we don't need to put any more carbon out in the atmosphere than we have to. So I'm looking at the least amount of emissions in the atmosphere with everything going back into the house as much as possible for heat. So what if you don't have a wall switch to turn on the fireplace, if you have like a gas fireplace, how does it get turned on? The new, the new fireplace, and this has been for some time, uh, there's no pilot in these units anymore if they're running gas. Uh, they're off when they're off. They're on when it calls for power, and that's running off a thermostat. And the thermostats now control everything, the fan systems, the fire size, uh, lighting. There's lightings in these units that, so that in the summertime they look like they're on, but they're not. So it's gotten quite interesting on that part. Mm-hmm. So if you have a thermostat for the fireplace, can it, can the thermostat tie into the thermostat for your house if you have a heat pump? Normally when I'm dropping a fireplace into a family room, which would be off the kitchen, which normally that's where the family gathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm heating that zone right there. I tell people if they want to take the warmth off that fireplace and put it through the rest of the house, just turn the furnace fan on. That's 110. You're not pumping the you're not pumping the electrical bill up. A lot of people are going to see what it took just to have blankets on their couches for the last month and a half during this storm. Any house that I've worked in, that's it's not that way. It's warm inside these homes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that. That you know, if you're running the fireplace, if you want to get that heat circulated throughout the house, just turn the fan on. Yep. And you don't have to have the the heat on necessarily. And you know the the natural gas that you're using is generally less expensive than the electric. Oh, heat it's pump. quite a bit exp- way less expensive than yeah. electric. Very yeah. good. We're talking with Greg from Fire and Water. Check out the website fireandwater.us fireandwater.us and uh, find out more information. All the contact information is there as well, and they can. Uh, there's all kinds of 
Good information there about the different services that Fire and Water offers as well. Fire and Water, our focus on business on News Radio 610 KONA. KONA News Time. It is 9.55 on your Wednesday. 30 degrees right now. We're talking with Greg from Fire and Water. Check out the website, fireandwater.us. And we've been talking about ways to stay warm during the winter months, but knock on wood, spring is just around the corner. The snow is melting, and it's going to be starting to be time to think about opening up the pools. Do you still offer pool products? We used to build gunite pools. And then I switched over to just renovating gunite pools mm-hmm. uh, because we have so many other things, outdoor kitchens, everything else going. So, yes, I still renovate. I don't advertise renovation on gunite pools. Uh, normally when people call other companies, they push them back over to us because nobody wants to get into that can of worms. But I've been in that can of worms since 1990, and I pretty well know all the gunite pools and who built the pools here in the Tri-Cities. Uh, so... It, if you want a new back pool, if you've got a gunite pool back there, it's got an eyesore on it, take it to give us a call because mm-hmm. you can have a brand new pool in your backyard. There's one thing about a gunite pool. It's a battleship. You can't hurt a battleship. Very it can be true. stitched back together, replastered, new tile, new decks, uh, set up, be run by computers rather than brains. So right. it makes it pretty easy now. Yeah. And a lot of the people that own them raised them with their family. Now it's grandchildren. Bring the grandchildren to the house. Yeah, and you still want to keep that around, too. Also, uh, what about hot tubs? Yeah, we carry Coast hot tubs. We install them. Uh, we can deck them in. Uh, I do a lot of homework on everything I look at and bring into my company. So I, I really like the filtration system on the Coast spas and their pump system on them. Uh, they're not made in the United States. They're made in Canada, right above us in Vancouver. Well insulated, well put together. Very interesting. And, of course, you can check out all of the items, whether you're looking at fireplace inserts or an outdoor kitchen or a barbecue pit, a you know, fire pit for your backyard. Uh, you can see all of that at your showroom at 22-2 Simons Street in, Keno- in Richland there. And, of course, you can check out the website fireandwater.us fireandwater.us and there's all the contact information there as well and I would imagine if you have a a fireplace that maybe isn't working properly gas fireplace or pellet stove or what have you you could probably help take care of that too oh we've got an excellent service crew out here Uh, most companies aren't servicing anymore because of liability issues the people that work with me have been with me for years on service and they know their units Yeah, very good. So, again, check out the website, fireandwater.us. But really, for the best experience, you want to stop into the showroom at 222 Simons in uh, Richland, just off of George Washington Way, I believe, right? Yes. Near, uh, what's it? Right at the end of Uptown Mall. Yeah. Same, Same parking lot with Ace Hardware. Yeah, there you go. Really easy to find. Just pop in there and say hi to Greg and check out all the different uh, fireplaces and spas and uh, different uh, outdoor kitchen. I know that's something that more and more people are really starting to look at is those outdoor living spaces, including full service outdoor kitchens to be able to really enjoy that outdoor living space as much as possible. So again, stop by the showroom, 222 Simons in Richland, just off of GWA near the Uptown Plaza. 
and uh, also check them out online, fireandwater.us. All the contact information is there as well. Craig, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thank you for having me. Anytime. News Radio 610 KONA News Time is now coming up on 10 o'clock. we got Dana Lash after another quick check of news. This is your Tri-Cities Morning News. News Radio 610 KONA.